G'day and welcome to the podcast of Outpost Church in McLaren Vale. We hope you find this encouraging. Kazakhstan and uh, you know with the with the troubles they've got at the moment there's a, a great shortage of food a shortage of money people haven't got employment and so our friends are collecting food and then distributing food to those in need and we've been able to be part of that so I guess what I'm saying is we are blessed but we're blessed to be a blessing to others and to find what that is for each of us is, is a wonderful thing we were called to go to Kazakhstan to go to Latvia as missionaries that was for a season. We're now called back here. We're not sure what for. Part of it is family. We've been away from family for quite a bit of the, the years, but uh, um, God looked after our family while we were away. Our, we, we, we have six children between us. Of course, William, our youngest, came with us, but, uh, but the others were all here and God put family around them. And so um, the, um, I just want to talk a little bit about the foundation. I mentioned... Um, the next slide, thanks. Um, I mentioned, you know, we're called into God's kingdom. Well, our, our foundation is our relationship with God. And John 15, and we did hear a little bit from later in John 15 about uh, laying, you know, Jesus laid down his life. But the first part of that chapter talks about our abiding in Christ, our being in union with Christ, being on the vine, and how the fruitfulness in our life comes out of that. We can work hard and we can, you know, be clever and we can do all sorts of things to try and make things work out well in our lives. And there's nothing wrong with working hard and being clever, but it's by being connected in with, to God that things will flow out of our life and, uh, and we will bear fruit. I've had a, a few times in my life when, um, you know, I've really sort of like dug into God and had lots of time with him and uh, it's been very special. But out of that invariably... God births something in you and directs you into some path. If you want to know what God wants for your life, dig into God and just spend time and pray. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. You don't have to read the whole Bible. But, you know, I love just worshipping, you know, just having worship music on and just being in God's presence. And then he births things. But unfortunately what happens uh, from there is we then, we then start acting out what God's done for us, which is the right thing to do. But we get busy and when we get busy we have less time for God and so uh, we tend to sort of fall away a bit from uh, that uh, you know the presence of God and uh, the um, like the anointing and that that flows out of that but uh, we have different seasons too and you know it's right that we have times when we're just busy and just got to go for it and get on as long as we're resting in God in that certainly uh, Amanda and I had period a period like that in our life when our, when our spouses died, um, you know, it's like the toughest thing, that, one of the toughest things that can happen in your life. And, uh, you know, and you know what, when things go tough, you just got to tough it out with God, don't you? And he's right there and he'll carry you and he'll carry you through. And so, and out of that season, well, we met each other. It was two years later, but that was fine. And then God called us into missionary service and, um, and, um, and so we got busy again. <laughs> so um, as I uh, was starting to say before, 
um, God provided uh, for our children. And, uh, you know, as we went away overseas, he put family around each of our children and looked after them. And so we saw God provide in so many ways. You know, when you're here and you're getting, you know, uh, an income each week and uh, everything's, you know, going pretty well, well, then there's a sense in which you don't need God as much or you don't, maybe you don't see his provision. Actually, the work is his provision for you. And, uh, and that's a calling too. You know, God's called you into that employment where you are. And so um, there's a verse which said, whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord. And so, um, but, you know, when we're overseas and, uh, you know, with, uh, with uh, YWAM, you know, if you've got $50 to, enough to get the taxi to the airport, well, then you're off. You know, you just trust God for the rest. Well, not really. <laughs> they actually say you should, look, if you want to do a DTS in your life, well, then save money. Put money aside and, uh, and, um, and save up to be able to do that, you know. To go overseas as missionaries, you've got to raise a, a people around you, people that will pray with you, people that will look after things for you at home that you can't look after, um, and people that will help finance you on that journey. And that takes a lot of, of work. And uh, there's a book on uh, this, this raising this team of people, and it's called Friend Raising. It was a YWAM book. And, uh, um, and it is. It's, you know, we've been blessed with you know, so many friends you know, here that have helped us to be able to go. And because not everybody can go. And you might not be able to go, but you might think, well, I want to support my, my friend over here who, who God's calling to go. And that's what we're meant to be, working together like that. We saw God work in providing visas and uh, accommodation and even work. Like, um, I'd been, I'm, I'm an engineer, and I've been out of engineer. I had been out of engineering for five years, and I said, "Well, that's it. I'll never get back into that." And then I was back here in Australia about three years ago, and uh, I had three dreams in which I'm doing engineering. Now I'm normally, I normally am not aware of having any dreams, so this is a bit, a bit special. And, I, and what was also special was I came out of these dreams thinking, "Well, I can do that," and so. Um, well, that's a bit strange. I think this must be from God. And so I got in touch with some people I'd worked with before and they said, yeah, when you're back here next, come and see us and we'll line up some work for you, which is what I did. So we finished up here last year, you know, not back on the mission field and we, you know, I was able to continue on do, doing this work and God provided through dreams. Is, that, is there a, a verse about that? Old men dream dreams? No, I won't, won't go there. So, uh, yeah, uh, look, God works, you know, our local church had a prayer group and, a, and, a, and one couple in particular. And when things were tough, because it is tough, you know, overseas, the culture's different, there lots of things are different. Um, we were in both um, Kazakhstan and Latvia were ex-Soviet countries. And, uh, you know, Ephesians 6 talks about powers and principalities that are, the, like evil, evil spirits that are over nations and over territories. And uh, for the Soviet er areas, I believe it's fear and control. And you live there, and you, you know, you start to feel this fear and control, and you just feel it, feel it affecting you. And you've got to, you've got to pray against it and rise up against it. And so, uh, you know, we went through some some other tougher times, and we were able to, you know, share with our 
with the prayer intercessory group in our home church in the hills and uh, and uh, and they were like our lifeline our umbilical cord back to uh, to to australia at least <laughs> and so that was really good um following next slide thanks Following the Holy Spirit. One of my favourite verses is, uh, is Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Can it, does anybody know it off by heart? Yes, he will make your paths straight, he will direct your paths. Actually, I used to have a tune for that as well. There was a chorus which was just that. So, uh, And look, yeah, look, we see God, we, are, we pray... We look for God working in our lives and we see things happen. We acknowledge that. We thank him for it. It's, you know, the process of we recognise God working and he, he seems to work more, you know, because we're walk, walking with him in this whole process. And so um, 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 as God does direct you, you know, it's important to test things. You know, we can think, oh, yes, this is what God wants me to do. I'll just go out and do it. Yeah, and we're meant to be obedient, but we're meant to test things as well. Um, the scripture is in, um, da, 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 um, I'm not sure. I haven't got it written down. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, look, uh, test it with friends, test it with the church leadership, especially if it's something like, well, God's calling me to go overseas or do some ministry. It's great to involve the church. When we first went out to Kazakhstan, we, we sort of told the church, this is what God's, where God's taking us. And the pastor had a very much, um, you know, a mission focus, and so he was very supportive of us. But uh, the right thing is to actually say to the church, look, this is what we believe God wants for us. Can you pray with us? Can you tell us what you're discerning? And, uh, and we did that, actually, when we went to Latvia, when the pastor came back with a list of all these questions. <laughs> <laughs> and it was good, you know, he said, well, how come you're going to Latvia when God called you to Kazakhstan? And, uh, you know, we had to explain, you know, how thing, what the, the events were and how, we, and, uh, and how we believe that was the case. And so, yeah, people around us help us and keep us, keep us on track. Um, we, um, um, walking with God is, uh, is an adventure and it's different. Has anybody... Um, uh, seen that uh, series called The Chosen? Yes, yeah, it's wonderful. I love it. And um, there was one scene where Matthew, the tax collector, God calls him. He says, who, me? Anyway, he, he sort of says, and he drops everything and he follows Jesus. And uh, it's wonderful because he, just, he did not deserve that. And that's how I, you know, I could relate to that. God calls us and it's not because we deserve it. It's just because his love for each of us. And um, anyway, the other, the other disciples were there. No, no, Jesus, you know, he's, that's, he's Matthew, a tax collector. He's different. And Jesus said, get used to different. <laughs> and so it is. We walk with God and we get used to different. It's an adventure. It's exciting. It's challenging. And uh, it'll, it'll stretch us. But uh, um, it's, um, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful journey. And look, there, you know, we've... We've had a, there's been a cost in for us going overseas. You know, I've been, you know, we haven't been earning income, we haven't been saving money, um, we haven't been getting superannuation. You know, but God looks after us in every season, and uh, and so uh, yeah, so we might not.
drive the fanciest car or whatever. We're, we're doing well. Um, yeah, so we bought a caravan last year. We've become a grey no gray, gray nomads. So um, when we started in our mission journey, um, a mission organisation um, uh, said, you know, got to be flexible. That was the Baptist group that actually told us that. <laughs> and... Uh, um, well, we finished up with YWAM. That would be the most flexible organisation there is. And, uh, and look, it was wonderful because, you know, we were able to just follow God's leading and, and follow those paths that God gave for us. Um, I think, um, you know, this last year, a lot of people have had to be flexible, you know. And, uh, you know, you make plans and then they change and you've got to go with things. And uh, um, we sort of, you know, I guess from our time overseas, we learnt very much to just flow with God and... And, and make the changes that were necessary along the way. Um, just uh, one other thing on um, discerning God's will. Um, my wife Amanda has this saying, if there's a, uh, a door in front of you, just give it a bit of a push and see if it will open, you know. God puts open doors before us, but sometimes they don't look open. And we've just got to, you know, don't bash the door down, but just, just give it a, just touch it and see if it flies open, you know. And if it's an open door, we God walk through it. So it's sort of part of just, you know, if God directs us, just take small steps in that direction. Next slide is um, make sure I'm on track. Ministry, ministry. We're all different, and God gives us different ministries that suit our uh, personality and suit our suit our gifting. So I remember, you know, at a, years ago, I was in this group, and this guy was having prophetic words for people and he had this word for my friend and I thought, oh no, hope he doesn't have that for me. But it suited my friend, it was spot on for him and what he had for me was spot on for me. That's what God has for us. Um, we went overseas and, uh, and I think we were, I said before, we weren't looking to be the leaders. You know, the, lead, the locals there were a bit wary of us to begin with. They thought, oh no, there's just more foreigners coming in to take over and tell us what to do. But no, we just got, got behind and alongside of these people, just encouraged them, and now they're our best friends. And, uh, and so, um, um, and I guess, if next slide, thanks. I guess that was probably the biggest uh, lesson or biggest thing we learnt from our time away was just the importance of relationships. You know, we made plans, we all make plans, you know, and we wanted to do this, and this is, this is what we were going to achieve and accomplish. Well... Yeah, we achieved some things, but not everything we had on our list. But what we didn't have on our list was relationships, you know, and uh, it was just amazing. Like, um, when we, the time came for us to leave Kazakhstan and go to Latvia, uh, the Kazakh leaders, who were close friends with then and still are, they said, you know, please don't go. We want you to stay. Can't you stay? And... Uh, you know, we uh, didn't feel good about that, but uh, we knew God was calling us to leave. But we made, you know, a couple of things that came out of that. One is we decided that each year we would go back and visit them. We had, uh, we had seen and these locals had seen lots of people go and spend time there and then they would leave and they would never see them again. And that was the end. And it was like they, you know, we might sow into relationships with people overseas, but they're sowing into us as well. And it was very hard for them just for that to come to just be gone. And so we saw another couple from the US that would keep going back every year just for a few weeks. 
And so short-term mission is very valuable, you know, especially if you build a relationship with people that you can just sow into their lives and, uh, and give them great encouragement. You know, these people are facing, you know, all sorts of things. You know, they can be um, locked away and, um, you know, their, their livelihood taken away in different ways because of being Christians and because of being in Christian ministry. And they need that encouragement to go on and be courageous. And so you can make a big difference. For, and we were able to keep going back each year, well, up until last year and hopefully next year we will. Look, the other thing that really struck us, as I was saying, was with relationships, we just realised how close we had been connected with these people, how, you know, it just sort of staggered us really at the depth of those relationships. And, uh, and, and, and then I um, re- reflected on the verse in, um, in um, Hebrews, on the board, Hebrews 12.2, there we are, I'll read it out. Uh, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So Jesus endured the cross for the joy set before him. Now we know, you know, the cross was a terrible thing and uh, it's hard to, we can't put ourselves in that position. You know, we might endure small things, but... But what was his joy that was before him? And I believe it was you and me. You know, it was the people that through the cross, you know, he won us into his kingdom, into into fellowship with him for eternity. So that, you know, eternity, he's got that, you know, we're in his presence and that's his joy. And so it is for us, you know, that, uh, you know, we have these relationships which go for eternity. The Bible talks about rewards for... Um, for, for, for serving God and being faithful. I don't think that's a medal or a lump of gold. I think it's those relationships, those people that we, we have that, you know, we've sown into their lives. They've sown into ours as well, and that is for eternity. So that was just, you know, a great revelation to, uh, to have. So, um, thanks, Shane. Um, we did have, you know, some tests and trials, you know, when it's minus 30 degrees. Well, I remember once it was minus 19. That sounds warm now, doesn't it? But <laughs> um, and they had to walk to the, to the bus now. In, in Kazakhstan, they had well, nine power stations. I think we're still going all right at the time. And um, they pumped out um, hot, hot water. They also pumped out pollution and sometimes electricity. Um, but the hot water would go around the city and then go into houses and that was the heating. So it was very hot sometimes and you had to open the window to let the heat out even though it was minus 20 degrees outside. But um, the, um, when you went out, you just had to put on you know, this coat and another coat and scarves and hats and gloves and the works. And uh, so you rugged up and so I walked down to the bus stop and uh, you, know, you get on the bus and it's sort of shoulder to shoulder and you cram, you know, you're packed in there. And uh, so that was pretty hot <laughs> on the bus. It wasn't cold at all. But there's still ice on the inside of the bus <laughs> from, the, uh, from the cold weather. So, yeah, you endure a few things like that and border crossings where um, we, we had uh, some difficulties and uh, um, Amanda got border cross on an on a, um, ambulance one time who uh, 
their computer systems broke down and it was snowing and uh, there was about 300 people pushing behind us and she got wedged up against a, um, a bit of a fence and uh, and our Kazakh friend yelled out to the guards, my, my Australian friend's having a heart attack, please help her. And this 10, oh, I didn't, well not a 10 foot guard but a 6 foot 6 guard jumps over this 10 foot fence and comes into where we are and People are hitting him and swearing at him because because they'd been sort of like four hours in the in the snow waiting to get their their visas processed to get across the border. So, yeah, we have a few trials, but um, you know it's nothing compared to uh, what some people face. And uh, you know, but um, but there is a level of persecution in um, in Kazakhstan, as I said. Uh, you know, there's a phone number to report people for sharing the gospel, and they do arrest some some local, some uh, pastors and that sort of thing. And so, but the amazing thing out of that is there's such a unity in the church that, you know, it just, it's like you have a common enemy and, uh, and so it just brings you together. And uh, so that was very special to see. We might be heading that way in Australia, I think. You know, in a different sense, we have a different uh, set of uh, persecutions happening here. Yeah, thanks, Shane. So just to uh, finish, I started talking about calling and um, to finish, um, you know, one of the callings we have for all of us is to make disciples and I think I said that before. We've got to sow into the younger generation, that's our future and, uh, you know, if you're younger, you can, you sow into your, to young people around you, brothers and sisters and that sort of thing. For older, you know... It's not about us getting into leadership or doing things. It's about us being able to help other people to raise up. And for me, part of my calling was evangelism too. So I see evangelism is, is, a, is a type of discipleship as well. You know, it's not just a matter of telling somebody the gospel and they're saved and uh, great, go to church. You know, it's a process, isn't it? Who came to know God? In a, you know, there might have been a moment, but there was a whole process that went with that leading up to that. And that starts just that then just starts us on another process as well, and so. Uh, um, but for for me, you know, evangelism is actually relating to people. It's uh, it's talking. It's um, you know finding out where people are at. You know, I would uh, often ask people questions. I, I remember in Riga one time it was Easter, and so we were out on the streets, and you know I was handing out tracts. But I would say uh, it was a tract on Easter. You know what a tract is? Like a little booklet telling about, giving the gospel message. Um, and I said to this guy, so do you know what Easter is about? And he said, yes, that's when Jesus died and died for our sins. And I said, yeah, excellent. Do you know what that means? He said, no idea. <laughs> and so, yeah, people have some ideas, but, you know, if you can engage with them in what the gospel is and what, and what Jesus has done for us, you know, especially young people. A lot of young people haven't heard that before and they're, they're open to, to learn. Some of us older people aren't so open, but young people I find are, uh, it great to talk to and they're open to, to hear. So I'll ask, you know, so, you know, if you were to die, what do you think would happen to you? You know, do you think you would go to heaven? Are you good enough to go to heaven? Are you good enough to go to heaven? course not I know him <laughs> but none of us are good enough I know that uh, we uh, that none of us are good enough and so we only get to heaven because of what Jesus did 
And then he gives us an assurance of our faith that, yes, we know, we know for sure that we're in God's kingdom. We've come out of darkness, we're in the light. We're, um, we, we have got a life with God and a calling with God. We're secure in him. A lot of people haven't got that. They have a form of religion. You know, do you know for sure that you are right with God? You know, they're good questions to ask. And just, you know, they're just helping people open up so you can sort of share and talk the gospel with them. And so, um, yeah, that's what I like doing. Um, and so with that, you know, I just say, look, if, if you haven't got that assurance, that certainty within you, well then, you know, get with one of the leaders here, Shane or Christy, and, uh, you know, just have them pray with you and talk that through, you know, find out, well, why, what is I believe or don't believe? What are my questions? It's great. People have questions, you know. Some people just want to, you know, have arguments. Well, it's not about arguments, but some people have valid questions. You know, what about the suffering in the world? What about, you know, um, you know the person... Yeah, well, suffering's a good one. And uh, um, I've had wonderful discussions, even with, um, I remember in Lithuania with a couple of uh, uh, couple of guys and I started talking about God. I can't remember how I started the conversation, but they said, oh, your God wouldn't like me. And I said, oh, why is that? And they said, oh, well, we're, we're homosexuals. And I said, well, there's a sense in which God doesn't like any of us because we've all sinned and done the wrong thing. And so... You know, I didn't sort of condemn them. I, I didn't, uh, a, a, you know, I didn't condone them in a sense, but I didn't condemn them. And so we had quite a good conversation and they le- I left them with a local pastor to sort of follow through with. And so, yeah, just talk to people. And uh, so, yep, if you've got questions, ask the questions. If you're not sure, talk to somebody. Pray with somebody. Talk to God. It's the best thing. So... Um, if anybody would like prayer, Amanda and I would love to pray with you. If you just want some prayer for what is the calling on your life, you know, God's blessing on that direction God has for you, um, come closer to God, you know, just a thing on evangelism. You know, sometimes we think of, a, you know, somebody doesn't know God and we've got to sort of, you know, get them to be saved. Well, we want them to be saved, but our job is to just help them come closer to God. It's like a line from from not knowing God to, you know, being on fire for God, being a YWAMer, you know, <laughs> and all that. But our job is just to help people just move along the line closer to God. And so, you know, as we go out, thanks, thanks Shane, last slide, I think. Yep. Um, as we go out, just know that God's blessed us. We're so blessed. You know, we've got life. We've got abundant life. We've got walking with God, we know when, when things aren't going good, we know God works all things for good, we can pray, we can see him answer, we are so blessed and our calling is to be a blessing to others and so we can just help people just move closer to God, just comfort them, encourage them, whatever God calls you to do. So bless you on all that, thank you. Thank you Jeff. Thank you, Amanda, as well. Um, we're about to have dinner together. You may have noticed the kitchen's looking a little bit different. Uh, so we are getting a new kitchen, but there's a process uh, for that. We can operate fairly normally at the moment, but in a few weeks' time, things will be a little bit different. 
when it comes to our meals. Um, so I just yeah encourage you, if you would like prayer, then pray with one another. You've also got the option of coming in, receiving prayer uh, from Jeff and Amanda. Um, but it doesn't have to be in here either. Feel free to head out and grab your dinner and pray with one another over dinner. Uh, what is it for you that was challenged or encouraged as, as Jeff was sharing or as Jeff and Amanda were sharing earlier? Um, I think like one helpful thing is just to get a global perspective and to start thinking about nations that you may have never thought about before, um, but also what it looks like for you as a disciple in your day-to-day. Um, so I'll pray um, and then we'll have an opportunity to head out and grab some dinner. So Father... We thank you that every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows. We thank you that you are good, you are here, and you supply what we need. Thank you for the teaching today. I pray, Lord, that we would be able to receive it and apply it. Thank you for the food that has been prepared as well. We pray that would bless each one of our bodies. Pray for the conversation and the prayer times that happen um, from now. Um, pray that would be encouraging and equipping and that we would be your salt and your light wherever we go. Pray that McLaren Vale and the area surrounding would be blessed as a result of you placing us in it. In Jesus' name, hallelujah and amen. It's dinner time.